nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Nerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Nerdcore Live Show number 167. As always, it is a wonderful Friday night here. Join you all live in your faces on twitch.tv slash nerdcore or on youtube.com slash nerdcore or on a podcast service on the replay in your ears on all podcast services. It is the Nerd Chicano here to host show alongside my wonderful co-host, Young Yoda, that we get him in a different position today, apparently. Look at that. What's up, everyone? New angle, same me. That's right. That's right. And, uh, of course, uh, we've got a special, special guest today. Uh, coming in from uh, uh, coming in from a couple of episodes he's been here. But man wanted to come on. He wanted to uh, go ahead and talk about his upcoming film that he's helping produce, correct? Uh, yep. Correct. Yeah, I'm a producer on an upcoming feature film, uh, and we have been in the Kickstarter now for about two weeks. Awesome, man. So uh, we've, of course, what's called you know him as Gabe Dice, man. He's here. What's going on, Gabe? It's pretty good, guys. Thanks for having me back on. Of course. Yeah, Thanks man. for coming on. Yeah, we get to talk it's all about that, man. Yeah, we get to talk all about. I want to live on Mars, bro. And um, I want to. I want to hear about what's going on, bro. I want to hear what's going on with you, bro, because it's been a while. It has been. It's been too long. I was scared y'all blacklisted me. Nah, <laughs> yeah, bro. Nah. nah. Only nah, James but... Cameron. Yeah, yeah bro. I, I've, I've, I've noticed though that the posters aren't up anymore though. Oh yeah. The okay. posters aren't up anymore. Is that what you said? Yeah, the posters aren't up. Oh, behind you. Oh God. <laughs> I was like, what is he talking? Yeah, I okay, that's one thing that happened since last time I moved. I'm in a new, oh. I'm in a new apartment now. Ah, yeah. okay. okay. Actually, the posters are in front of me, which seems like a strategic. See, back when I was at my old job, um, we would have these professional Zoom meetings, and I had all these horror posters behind me. And they would like <laughs> stop to be like, wait, which one is that? And I was like, oh, that that's Dark Man. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, being joined by our wonderful ho host, Gio. Gio? Oh, host. Hi. It's been a busy week <laughs> for me. Mm -hmm. And Ooh. of course, last but certainly not least, the wonderful Lucky Peach themselves, Recha. Recha. Shout out to them, pool. <laughs> Chimichangas, that's one. <laughs> God, man. Uh, Brad, Brad's come came in with a four-year one. Wine. Oh, wine. Okay. I was like, damn. Just straight up wine out of the bottle. Yeah, man. That's how uh, you do it. 
Thank you for the way my wife said. So I'm like, okay. I guess she didn't want to clean the glass or me clean the glass or what. Yeah. How we doing, uh, Brad? How how was today, bro? Uh, Good. I know that you don't go to work today, right? Uh, no, no, I did not go to work today. I didn't do much. I started watching um Critical Role, Critical Role Theory. Gio, am I saying that right? Uh, I I think you're mixing Critical Role with Critical Race. Oh, Critical Role. <laughs> wow, that was a, that was yeah, a tremendous you know, fuck up. No, wouldn't that make an amazing? Wait, wouldn't that make an amazing? That was a RPG? tremendous fuck up on my end. You could play as you could play as Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, in role critical yeah. role theory. No. Critical role theory, <laughs> bro. So I, I've gotten to critical role. I started campaign two because I heard that one was very interesting. Um, it's it's just so funny to me the critical race theory, critical role theory, because I'm like, wow, you've you've mixed critical race theory with a show with a bunch of nerdy ass white voice voice actors. I'm just gonna sit here and drink. That's what that's what I'm gonna do. You're a liar, Aiden. You're a liar because I haven't gotten a text message from some of my friends that if this would be true. So shut up, Aiden. You're they're in shock. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, David? David Rubio's in the chat, man. What's up, Bryce? Is Bryce. it just me or Brad or uh, with wider than before? It's the, <laughs> see. I actually turned off. Like I have like two extra lights up here. I turned those off. It's just this monitor. That is the only thing making me go. Critical role theory, bro. Get that out of the schools, man. <laughs> Critical role theory, bro. Yep, I'm just going to oh, keep drinking. Mm-hmm. The difference between mm-hmm. a D10 and a percentile dice. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I heard uh, Ted Cruz was a big fan of D&D until they started incorporating critical role theory. Um, <laughs> and, and now he can't do it. It's a deal breaker for him. God, bro. I, I quit. Um, <laughs> out. Bye, everybody. Like yeah. <laughs> Gabe, how are you doing, bro? I'm doing really good, y'all. Like um, now you are. <laughs> no, nah, I was doing good before. I mean, that obviously that's a spirit lifter for everybody. But um, things are going well. A lot has happened. A lot has happened. Um, I can't even remember when we last talked. What was it? Um, the the release of Zardonicus. Mm-hmm. Even even after that, bro. Oh, we talked after that? Okay. Yeah, because mm-hmm. um, some stuff has happened with Zardonicus that I thought would be exciting to share. So it's actually been picked up by a distribution company, Buffalo 8, uh, and they do really good work. They've done some really good work out there in L.A. Um, they, they saw us, and they, they, they liked the movie, and we talked, and we're looking at um, a couple of streaming platforms and possibly a DVD and Blu-ray release, you know? I've learned a lot. Oh, you know, I got to get that on my on my in my collection, bro. If you don't order at least ten copies of it, I'm never coming on the show again. No, uh, <laughs> but honestly, man, like going through all of that made me realize how little they actually teach you in film school. Like, yeah, the yeah. the sheer gaps in my knowledge that were basic things for professional people, but the stuff I just had to Google just to get down to the the basics of all this shit. So this actually has been my film school. Obviously I had really good film professors. Like you also had Raul, but um, just the, the way film schools are designed and how they're built, they don't answer, I think really important questions that the film yeah. makers should know. 
Yeah, it's more so about production. Nobody tells you about how to work out a, a distribution deal, bro. Which is weird because it's like, why would you produce a movie that you can't distribute, right? Yeah, yeah. No, nobody, nobody. It's because, come on, man. How, how many, like, all of us who walk into those doors, how many of them think that we're going to get a distribution deal from Warner Brothers in, like, the next five years, right? I mean, that's the thing. There's so many distributors now, and there's so many, there's so many streaming sites. Like, yeah. I, I mean... I'm very proud of that movie, but if Zardonicus can get a distribution deal, I think that should be an inspiration now to everybody. We had so little money when we made that um, and just so little resources. So I feel pretty honored, to be honest. But I think anybody should take that as a inspiration to go out and, and make what they can and make it as good as they can because you never know who's going to really like it and want to share it with people. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad, read that. I love the film we went to, but we are lacking at it. Comes to, when, when it comes to pro, post-production knowledge. Mm-hmm. Assuming mm-hmm. means film school. Yes. I was talking to, to Rachel about this. Um, you know, how like we only have one audio, one production class, and mostly it talks about like stuff before post-production. And yeah, it's, like, it's mostly just like how to record, how to mm-hmm. get good sound, how microphones work. I'm like, mm-hmm. like we don't have a like sound mixing, sound editing classes, and we don't have you know like stuff like that's like really really important that we should know. And instead, they like delegate it to like a small section of your editing classes, and it's like, no, like we should have a class that's like it's literally dedicated. the only like audio related course. I mean. It literally took the employment of a certain professor for us to get a color grading class. Like, you know how important that shit is? And we only just got a, got that class. Like, it's wild, man. Like, Good for them, honestly. I wish I had that class. Like, I can't color correct my own stuff. I, like, I mean, I have to so depend on so many. I'm good. I got well, you. now I know that, man. And that's good to know. Uh, because before I was just, you know, you go out looking for people. Um reputable people and sometimes you think some you think something's going to work out with somebody because they went to a really good school and then you're like wait film schools just aren't designed for this stuff like they show you citizen kane they show you the godfather um they show you some italian neorealist films or whatever but when it comes down to uh making sure that you know everything you should know uh to go out and make stuff on your own I don't know. It's tough. I mean, it's a really hard thing to teach, and it's a really hard thing to teach in a short amount of time, for sure. Yep. When when I have to think about that shit, I am reminded of how I took a class about American directors, and then the whole semester ended up being about Aaliyah Kazan. I I think I took that class. Were we in the same class together? Uh, it was. It don't was, drop the professor's name, but you know. Last Not March, most, but, um, but you you just watched a lot of Kazan movies, right? Yeah, and at the end March. you had to write you had to write like four essays. Yeah, yeah, I think we were in the same class. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Kazan, my least favorite human. It was um, so boring. My least favorite director, and my least favorite human, simultaneously. Apparently, um, I'm to blame for that. Yeah, I you are. I texted Tay right after you told me that, and I was yeah. like, "Dude, he's the reason we had to watch fucking Kazan." Because so me and Tay would sit next to each other in class, and we'd be like, "What the hell is 
<laughs> we were both so nerds. that professor was on the on on the fence about doing either Kubrick or Kazan the semester before that, and I convinced him to do Kubrick. Like you convinced the professor to do Kubrick to do Kubrick instead of Kazan, so he moved Kazan to your semester instead of the one that that was coming up. I was like, fucking roll, I fucking him, up the whole sir. thing. I told him, sir, right. when are Peace you going to get the chance? <laughs> Well, I was like, professor, like, now we know you, the whole when you, story. When are you going to do it? Like, it's the good time. Oh, like, I Kazan, I do not forgive, dude. Like, that man made some mediocre ass movies. And, and he made some some bad uh, casting decisions regarding race. Like, he is the, just the guy who discovered, he discovered Marlon Brando, right? Like, he put Marlon Brando in a few movies, and Marlon Brando did what uh, he learned from, from that acting studio so i just feel like he got so much credit <laughs> that he did not deserve <laughs> and now we have to go back and pretend like everything he made was valuable and important to cinema i slept during every movie in that class <laughs> stacy uh, i hate you bro at least most of the larger film schools these days have a decent football team go afi fighting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. did, did oh, we say man. thank you for the follow role yeah, thank you just for the follow uh, four gothers. <laughs> four gothers. I don't know what the fuck I read. Um, but um, thanks, man. I was reading the name. For being here. Um, what's it called? Rachel, how are you doing today, though? I'm good. Um, I did not do much. Well, I went to the bookstore, got pretty haul. Um, but otherwise, all I've been doing all week is knitting because I started selling my hats. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I got where, I got like a like a fifty year old copy of Faust. Nice. Yeah. Oh, where, which where version? She... Like, does does it say? Seventy three. Can or yeah. can't, David? Okay, Seventy one. Our sub. Seventy one. Wait, was close. hold on. <laughs> yeah, like, David, like, can I remember? Elaborate this. Can you can you sub on Twitch or can't? Can't. Oh, okay. Well, I can, can answer that real quick for you because. Um, uh, we are not affiliated anymore. We haven't been affiliated for at least a year, I think, by now, right, Brad? Not a year. It's, it's, not a year, it's right? been quite a few months. Y'all yeah. stopped. Y'all stopped y'all's affiliation right after I joined. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So because we, we, we just dropped been, it. We have not been affiliated on Twitch for for quite some time now. Um, the 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 most simplest explanation I can give you, David, is that it just doesn't work for what we want to do. Um, yeah. Ba since, basically, we'd have to stick with Twitch on everything. Yeah. Since what's it called? Uh, dropping our affiliate, we've gained I want to say like eighty subs on 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 YouTube, and we are literally one sub away from hitting two hundred. So, guys, if you want to go and sub on on YouTube, what's it called? It is there. YouTube.com/slash/TheNerdCore. We are one away from two hundred. So, or, um, or if you want to join our Patreon, Patreon.com/TheNerdCore. Yeah, of course. If you do want to find a way to directly support us, Patreon is the best at Patreon.com/TheNerdCore. But um. Twitch has too much of a stronghold on the content and how you distribute it that it was just not worth it for us who don't do that much gaming on this channel. So, you know, fuck the Twitch affiliate agreement. That's I mean, I maybe in the future if it changes, but as of right yeah, now, I it does nothing for us in growing. Now, they're too busy put, putting strict rules on a... On body paint streamers and how you know your your um, your human anatomy can get hard around your nipple area 
And because you're a woman, you're just going to get banned off Twitch without no explanation. I mean, so. they just go on ASMR and lick mics. Yep, yep. yep. It's it's absolutely... Twitch Every is, time. I don't... I, ne- I never care about this, bro. I don't give a shit who what's it called, puts me on their... On their comp- what company distributes my live streams. Fuck Twitch and fuck their rules. You know, they really they really make it hard for some of these streamers to be able to, to make their content, bro. And um, I'll go ahead and repeat it again. Fuck Twitch. Why did... So. Brad, why did you have to remind me about something I just forgot? <laughs> Sorry. Geo did that to me yesterday about a certain photo. Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Thank David. You, David. We really appreciate it, bro. So, uh, uh, but yeah, man. Look, Gabe here. I'm not gonna have him, but I want him here to talk about it. So, 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 Are your audio getting weird? Audio's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Is it weird now? You're in the ocean. ocean. Keep keep talking. I'm under the ocean, bro. There you go. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's good. All right. Uh, just probably something going on with it, but um. Yeah, wanna, I want to talk. I want. I want you to talk about. Uh, I want to live on Mars, uh, Gabe. I'm gonna go ahead and throw up the. Um, the what's it called? Uh, they just gonna throw up. I'm like, okay. Like a hell of an advertisement. Thank you, Earl. Yeah. <laughs> I want to live on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna throw the link up in the chat for people who want to go ahead and uh, and, and and help support. Thank uh, you. Go ahead and tell us about this film. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, right? So. I have been involved with this, I want to say probably um, almost a year. And I was uh, approached by the writer director, Maria. And she was looking for people uh, for her producers team, people who had experience with uh, crowdfunding. And I crowdfunded for Zardonicus. So we got to talking and I came on board the team after reading the script and she has a lot of really great influences and she has this perfect voice to bring out um, those influences, but in a new unique way. Right. So uh, when she pitched me the script, she compared it to like Napoleon dynamite, gummo ghost world. And you see those influences, but you also see her voice in it. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, man, we could really use movies like that now. Like I miss those kinds of movies even independent movies now, like something that just had a, a, a tone and it owned it. And the story is really fascinating because it's set in this real ghost town of Centralia, Pennsylvania. So it's a place that has been a ghost town uh, since this accident happened. And our characters are basically living there just in boredom. And I'm not going to go into any plot details because that's something you should experience for yourself. But it was a really great story. There was a lot of humanity, a lot of really great humor. So we worked on our strategy for the Kickstarter, uh, and our goal is fifty thousand dollars. Which you know, my last movie was thirty five hundred, right? So big goal there, big goal. But she really put together a great team, and as of now, let me check the most recent number here. We are at forty three thousand eight hundred sixty two dollars uh, with a week left to go. So, I mean, that's a lot. And that is, it's very humbling to have so many people uh, really put money down to support you. So I want to take a second to thank just everybody who pledged and is supporting this vision here because everybody on the team, man, we're so excited. We're hyped. And uh, you know who else is working on it? Who's working on it, man? Anna. You remember Anna from UH? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, all right, hold Anna on, Rose. Anna. Oh, okay. Now, oh, I'm sorry. You understand humanity, different- yeah. 
we had a different <laughs> we had a what a different Anna in yeah. our different what's called graduating classes. I was thinking about my Anna. I was like, oh, that's which, cool. Which Anna man. was that? Um, Anna, Anna. Was she at Valenti? Yeah, she's uh, she's she's she was Greek Italian. What's her name? Okay. What's her name? I probably Anna. don't remember them. Yeah, no, she was in my single camp class. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a week left to go. Forty-three, uh, almost forty-four thousand right now. Yeah. And yeah, man, I, I'm hyped. This is, uh, this is going to be a hell of an experience. Um, I'm just really thankful to Maria for bringing me on board. It's been wild. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be real honest, bro. You, you, you're close. Like you're, you're pretty fucking close. Right. And yeah. w- when you hear 50,000, like that's not a real number to you. And then when you start the actual process of fundraising, you see, uh, you see those dollar signs go up and up and you're just watching it and you're like, Oh my God, 50. I remember a story I told you guys when we crowdfunded for Zardonicus um, where we were crowdfunding and Lucio around the middle point just said, Oh, we should not have uh, gone for this much money. Right. That's unrealistic. Well, I felt better about this, but at the same time I was just really saying how big of a goal we had. And I just had to call my nerves and say, okay, no, we got this. And clearly, you know, we got the numbers to back it up. And that's a great thing to be able to say about yourself. Like you act, you have the numbers to back yourself up. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, bro, because you know that I, I made before I leave and mm. our first crowdfund was like, was just at 5k. Right. And we, we capped it at around 5k, but then we needed more money for that second half shooting and we made like almost like 4k so like it's 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 really wild when you kind of sit back and you really think about it man like there are people who are willing to donate that much money to you to make this happen yeah and, um uh, it's nuts and, and it also goes to show you like we we don't really need these big ass studio deals i mean we kind of do need them for those a hundred thousand uh budget a uh, hundred a hundred a uh, thousand, I'm sorry, no, 100 million budget films, right? But, yeah, I mean, you, know, you can't make Marvel movies with Kickstarter, yeah, no, probably. But, but like stuff that we're making, you know, stuff sure. that we make, like, you know, crowdfunding oh, is the way to go for it. Yeah, and it's really about that network. It's about developing that network of support. And it, it it's a saying because it's true. It, it, you know, it, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And in this case, I mean, it's a combination of both because – the way we were able to build that network is by establishing a reputation for ourselves. So it's not like you can just neglect the quality of your work, but at the same time, uh, having that network, just having that group of people uh, support us and then reach out to their friends in support of us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was was about (laughs) my last couple of comments before about the fucking, yeah, no, I'm not going to go back to that. All right. <laughs> fucking say Stacy Stacy's always here every single time on our on our on our streams and Stacy makes some really stupid jokes. Like I remember really when he was here last time. Um yeah. <laughs> some uh, really great jokes. Shout out yeah. to you Stacy. Shout out to you man. But um so so what gravitated you to the story man? Like other than you know the the stuff cuz cuz you're saying Napoleon Dynamite mixed with Gummo. Mm-hmm. Like those are two films that are so off their own radar that it is absolutely nuts 
to believe that you can mix those two films and get something out of it. Yeah, and it's really more of a, of course, a spiritual thing. I yeah. think Maria yeah. really gravitates to, uh, again, that those films have an identity that is so their own and that they center around characters who are so unapologetically themselves. <clears throat> and for me, uh, you know, that individualism is really what independent cinema should be about. Like, that's the alternative, you know, the Marvel movies, they have the special effects, they have um, the, you know, the the big celebrities the big stars but independent movies we have the freedom to do whatever we want you know we can make movies about whatever we want say what we want uh we don't have to apologize for it and that's why independent cinema has resonated with people because it just has the balls to go to places that big budget movies won't and mm -hmm. you know i really love movies about characters stuck in isolation and that's very much how reading the screenplay felt and seeing how people deal with that uh, and the repercussions of that, because I, I love characters that are products of their environment and the relationship that they have, because usually I love characters that have like a love hate relationship with where they come from. Um, you know, I can't speak for Maria on, on what she intended with her screenplay and uh, her vision, but I just know that I gravitated to her characters, her sense of humor and the ambition of it. You know, it's an independent film, but what she's trying to accomplish with the story and the themes, it's just a really, it, it's just a bold thing that I want to see in more movies. You know, like when I read the script, I was like, I, you know, even if I'm not a part of this project, I want to see this, you know, when it comes out, I want to see this. I want to be first in line for the ticket. And I would rather see this than, than whatever Marvel movie, you know, like Ant-Man 3 or whatever the hell is going to be coming out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, Brad, you want to go ahead and get anything in here? You know, what's it called? Uh, I, I'll say this, though. You know, once that film releases, bro, you know, of course, tell Mario and you and you're in and the gang, come over here, bro. We'll do it again. We'll do it like we did it for Zardonicus, baby. What's it called? Oh, okay. We'll, 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 re we'll review the movie with y'all. I'll warn her about you guys. <laughs> Be that's, like, that's be careful main, what you're getting on, yourself into. <laughs> that's on the main show. That's on the main show. Okay, not on this. On this, it's where this is where chaos reigns, like like in Antichrist, right? Chaos reigns in here. But you know, on the main show is where, like, you know, we 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 we, we you, you like that episode. You know, we did a good job. I love every episode I've been involved in. Yeah. But like you said, chaos reigns. You chaos know, chaos reigns. reigns. Yeah. Brad, you want to get anything in there? I definitely don't want to see Ant-Man 3. I just want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I've been busy looking up Gummo because I had no idea what you are talking about. Oh, right. Brad, <laughs> Gummo, bro. You haven't oh, introduced Harmony. him to Harmony and Kareen yet? Mm -hmm. I've heard about kids touched. before. So I, yeah. when I read kids, I've heard about that movie before. I've never heard about Gummo. We have yeah. not touched the filmography of Harmony Corinne. I'm sure he's looking to touch you guys. So just, uh, just be <laughs> wary as you dive into his... Filmography. I just got a lot of mixed feelings about that. I mean, his film, look, I, I'm happy that he's around. That he's making movies. He's a really interesting guy with a unique voice. Um, he's a very I'm, weird guy. He, yeah, famously so. Um, and you know, watching his movies, that he must be a weird guy. But, um, you know, I, I'm when the Me Too era really really kicked off i was interested to see how he would be evaluated because i've heard stories about him and i don't know is he still making movies yep yeah okay <laughs> yep. okay 
No, nothing came out about him. Like but I heard, I thought I heard a story. I don't know. Maybe I heard. Did he direct kids? He direct? No, he wrote it. He wrote it, but he didn't direct it. Okay. He didn't really direct it. He his first movie was Gummo. That was his directorial yeah, debut. Huh? Yeah, his directorial debut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I did see. I did see Spring Breakers, which I guess is his one attempt to be like mainstream and. Ooh. Yeah. Well, he had the beach Oof. bum after that. You know, the beach bum. I. With I, McConaughey. Look, yeah. I. I look, man. Corinne has this place as an artist in this industry, and and it, and like I say, it takes balls to be able to do what Corinne does. Yeah. It, it takes balls, man. But there is something about the man that just, it just, it, it doesn't sit right with me. And like, I, I think he, I think he's just like, I, I think the man is just like something, something's there, man. Something's I think he's, on. he's a little too nihilistic for my taste personally. Right. Like yeah. I want a little bit more, more humanity. Um, yeah. I love weirdness. Right. I love that. But, uh, Weirdness with nihilism just leaves me with a really like unsettling feeling. Uh, yeah. It leaves it leaves me with the question of, do I want to keep going on? Right? Yeah, it's I, I respect him, bro. I really mm-hmm. do. Harmony Corinne is and it, for him to be able to create. It took him so long to finally reach that style that he said, like, this is it. This was my visual visual style. Mm-hmm. It took him, and it took him a while, but I really do uh, what's called respect, man. But there's just something about Harmony Corinne that just doesn't sit right with me that I you should I watch feel. his interviews on david letterman's show oh bro i watched them i watched, watched them? david letterman interviews i watched uh this episodic series or this episodic like web series with vice where him and gaspar noe just like basically toured around his hometown and like it's the man weirds me out mm-hmm. but like i'm fascinated by his head like I don't know, man. Harmony. Corrine By what goes like, on inside his head, I assume. Yeah, you, yeah. No, you what mean, goes on in there? I want to know what the fuck goes. I thought he just had like a giant head. No, bro. No. Like a James Bond. But uh, video Brad, game. you want to ask something? I, uh, well, I do want to give the opportunity to like to Gio or, or Rachel if they want to ask anything. I mean, when when do you start production? I I don't know if that. So the has money come fills out. up, baby. <laughs> yeah, you know we're focusing on the Kickstarter right now, so I'm not going to go into detail about production. We just got our eyes on the prize, and the prize is that 50k, baby. Yep, five, 50K, 50k away. Yep. No, his head high. <laughs> no, man, fucking Harry Corrine's head is not high, bro. <laughs> yeah, hell, it is, man. Uh, no temperature. You want you, Gio? You want to ask anything or? Um, no, I'm really just kind of like enjoying this conversation and like witnessing right, it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, you're doing the good work. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, man. Is Sardonic is still available on like Prime? It is not. It is not. So that was one of the deals of the distribution um, arrangement is that they are, we took it off and they are going to reinstitute it on other platforms and through physical media. The Blu-ray release is what I'm hyped about, man. I, I oh, that yeah. was probably like a bucket list thing for me. It's, maybe I can't get my movies in theaters, but at least on Blu-ray, right? Fuck um, you, bro. Yeah, not Blu-rays that I paid for, right? Like, yeah. just order yeah. 50 copies from whatever site. Um, just because I didn't have the money for that, man. Like, to, let's be honest, I did not have the money for for 50 Blu-rays. Yeah. 
Y'all be, y'all in the chat better not be asking for the Blu-ray release of Before I Leave. That is not in the budget at all. <laughs> I, I am asking for the release of the Blu-ray of Bad That's, CGI Sharks. There is a Blu-ray though, right? There is a Blu-ray? I believe there, I believe there is. There is? Yeah. But it was, that li- it was a limited stock, bro. Oh, There's shit. a Blu-ray of most really... things. Yeah. There's a Blu-ray of most things, but, um, man. It's dude, crazy. Once you get that Blu-ray release, I'm going to buy it, bro. I'm going to buy it. I'm, uh, bro, I'll fucking organize the screening. I do not care, bro. I, I, I want to, uh, yeah. Bro, you're saying there's a Blu-ray of Dororo? Shut up, Brad. <laughs> I want the laser disc. <laughs> the Have you ever seen Regular Show? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see the episode with the laser disc? Yeah. <laughs> well, I love that. I don't expect children's cartoons to speak to my soul so directly, but that one really did it. <laughs> yeah, man. It got uh, me, bro. I know there's some stuff you wanted to bring up, man. What uh, you 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 watched uh, the Dune trailer? You wanted to talk about the Dune trailer, right? Because we didn't get to have you here for that. You wait, know, wait. Before we go into that, we have to have Geo say say the thing about the Dune trailer. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah what's what's up, Geo? That's a booty hole. <laughs> That's a booty hole. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but um we actually have been gave has been wanting to come on for a while now just that i have been up the ass like busy with this new job i have so like i haven't been actually able to like have a steady live show so like today i was like here gabe here's the link if it happens tonight you can come on bro but like i'm not sure what the fuck's gonna happen anymore because i'm just like all over the place but um Gabe wanted to talk a little bit about Dune, about the Dune trailer. Dune, you want to? No, no, I haven't even seen the trailer. I wanted to talk about the Green Knight, but I, I think oh. uh, some some of your crew hasn't no. Uh, seen no. that yet. No, nope. Brad, Brad has not watched nope. the Green Sorry. Knight. Sorry, bye. <laughs> no, don't do that, man. <laughs> don't do that to the man. He's a guest, goddammit. Uh, wait, did y'all talk about Pig? Yeah, we yes. did talk. About, well, and, um, I don't know. Did everybody watch Pig? Uh, Gio, yeah, yeah. Rachel and I watched Pig at the same time. Okay, okay. Cool. So we oh, yeah. we can talk about Pig. Okay, yeah. sweet. I, I I thought we were gonna watch the Dune trailer. I thought we could do a live reaction to the Dune trailer because yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Bro, D- I wish D- we could do that, D- but, but we can't. Sound. D- I thought y'all did one for Zardonicus, didn't you? Yeah, but you didn't do the copyright claim on that one, bro. One of us will. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, bro. Don't tell him the episode. Yeah, dude. Like, what? It's like when the Before I Leave trailer comes. What's called gets released. I'm gonna do a reaction here with the with the with the live show crew. But like, what am I gonna do? I'm not gonna copyright claim myself. But actually, we did get Zardonicus copyrighted, so you keep my movie off of your (laughs) of your goddamn channel, or else. No, once I get that Blu-ray release, bro. Once I get that Blu-ray release, uh, with your permission, if I can rip it, what's it called? I want to do a commentary of that of that movie. I'm I'm honored and scared. I'm not scared, like terrified. Is the commentary that you all have going on throughout that movie? I mean, I did the commentary, and it's a journey. It's a it's a journey <laughs> to revisit your film and have to comment on every detail and. Really oh, reflect no, the same. It, it can't. It can't be any worse than Terminator Three, Four, or Five. Like, yeah, yeah, just like bloodbath. No, man, we've been so our wonderful Brown Rice ninety six in the chat is a patron of ours at the twenty five dollars tier. Uh, he's our he's a writer on the Patreon, 
And um, he chooses a movie every month for us to watch. And because we missed out on so many months of being able to give him his rewards, we told him, bro, you can choose a franchise. You can't do fucking Marvel, though. Like, that's too many movies. We're not going to do all that. And also, you haven't been paying $25 for, like, 20 months. So, you know, just give it. He's like, I want you guys to do the Terminator films. I was like, I think Bryce five. secretly hates us. Yeah, five <laughs> films. Five films. I'm like, okay. The first two, two out of good. five ain't bad. Two, two, after two, after well, six. the two second out of six. one, bro. After oh, the second one, it was a pain to have to get on the show to do those commentaries. I don't think Genesis was that bad. I didn't think it was unwatchable. Is that just me? Is that just me? Yeah, I didn't yeah. say it was good, uh, did I? I, mean, I said it wasn't. I mean, everybody's going to have an opinion. <laughs> I mean, Genesis isn't as bad as Rise of the Machines, but it's bad. Like, it's bad. It's, it's I mean, like, I mean, Dark Fate, Dark Fate was the, the best out of all the bad ones. Well, I have specific <laughs> thoughts about Dark Fate, bro. I'm telling you, man, Tim Miller made Dark Fate for the Mexicans, bro. He made it for the Mexicans. So, you know. Is uh, he the guy go. who directed Deadpool? Yeah. Oh, nice. So I'm okay. going to have to rewatch that one and find out if you made that one for the Mexicans, too. <laughs> <laughs> made it for but, the um, unicorns. Dude, uh, yeah, look, we would talk to Dune trailer, do a live reaction, if it did not include us getting possibly copyright claim. Because I am so sorry. I did not I did not mean to restrict that. You know what? Yeah, I, can, good, I can I can go watch it right now and you can see a before and after of me experiencing the Dune trailer. I just I don't watch trailers anymore. I've been yeah. burned too many times by trailers. Especially Warner Brothers, bro. Warner Brothers really knows how to make their fucking what, trailers. What did you think of the pig trailer? Don't get me started on Warner Brothers and their trailers. <laughs> uh, the big trailer, it was... Um, well, he watched Pig, bro, right? Yeah, I know, but I yeah. want to know how what he thought of the trailer because okay, the yeah. trailer had a whole different feel to it. It than was the movie. very misleading. I went mm-hmm. into Pig thinking it was gonna be John Wick with Pig, and I know that everybody thought this. Yeah, it was gonna be John yeah. Wick with Pig. Kind of why I wanted yeah. half wanted to watch it, and then I totally liked it for a whole different reason. Yeah, yeah. I was so relieved, man, when that movie um when it, it when it took that sh- diversion that that shift, and I realized, oh, this is not mm-hmm. what I expected. Nicholas Cage, I'm just going to say, what an underrated actor. I've been defending that man to the death for a long time. I've always thought he was a good actor. Um, even through his, you know, more unfortunate career choices, I still maintained, you know, dude was a really good actor. And then he's finally come out with these movies that really helped reinforce that. And I, you know what Nick's, Nick Cage's full name is? It's Academy <laughs> Award winner Nicholas Cage. That's what his name is. <laughs> yeah, and uh, when that came up in the trailer, man, I was like, "Oh, I for, for, I forgot this man." Yeah, I, I think Nick Cage gets a bad rap just because yeah. some of those movies they just, you know, it's not him that makes them terrible; they're just terrible. Um, like the knowing, the knowing, it's the knowing is a very good movie until the very freaking end, and um, he's very good in it. But that ending <laughs> just destroys all, you know, love of that movie. So what Roger Ebert said about Nick Cage is that he is he's good in good movies and he is indispensable in bad movies, meaning he yeah. saves some of these shit-ass films that he has done. Like Con Air, nobody would fucking talk about Con Air if Nicolas Cage <laughs> were not in that. That's true. That is very true. Yeah. Uh, Mandy, see, Mandy and Pig, those those yeah. are great. The last oh, two yeah. Nick Cage movies we've, we've watched have been great, even though I didn't get to finish Mandy, which I still need to do. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I love Cage in those two movies. And mm. There's this one that just recently I saw a trailer for, and I'm like, look, man, I think I might just be interested to see what this is all about. But, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I, mean, I, mean, I told it to Brad, like, I really want to see Cage work with the Savities, bro. We, we got a little bit of that when I can see that. They I mean, if they can make the, Adam Sandler work, they can make anyone work. Let's, yeah. let's be real. Hey, we're not going after the Sandman here, right? The the time Sandman. I love the Sandman as much as anyone, but I didn't think in a dramatic role he'd be any good. You never saw Punch Drunk Love? No, I didn't. Okay, yeah, yeah. really getting that too. We're overdue That's, a PTA month, bro. It's so funny. I actually just saw Happy Gilmore for the first time the other day. I liked oh. it a lot more than I expected, to be honest. I do not like his comedy. I'm, like I, I mean, Bob Bob Barker punching him in the face is comedy gold. That's that's a classic. Academy Award winner Nicholas, I starred in Kickass. He was great in Kickass. He was yeah. great in Kickass. I hope nobody here thinks he was bad in Kickass. I actually like Kickass. I don't remember. I don't remember Kickass. He's you like Kickass. I like Kickass. He's like the only thing I liked. Kickass. Kickass. I like Kickass. I like Kickass. 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 Yeah. Kickass. Yeah. Uh, but man, I really wish we could talk Green Knight. Um, and I'll, what's it called? Don't worry, I'll, I'll I'll have you down for for the review of the Green Knight when we get to that, man. Because Brad still needs to watch it. Brad, if you can make your way to the theater, they are doing the one night only screening on on the eighteenth online. Yeah, but you got to sign up for it. It's probably already filled. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Don't well, give up. Go try. Give it a shot. Yeah, bro. Come on. Fuck around and find out, right? I mean, you should see it. Like that is a theater movie, though, to me. Oh no, yeah, Brad, yeah. That, that is the one I yeah. want to see. Like, because I haven't been to the theaters since COVID. That would be. I said that'd be the one that I would go for. Yeah. yeah. You know what the first movie I saw since COVID was in theaters? Hopefully, Spiral. Like, Spiral. I saw. Okay. Oh. That. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> you made a choice. Yeah. You made a choice. You made it. You made it. You made it. Sure. I like a good way to put it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a special occasion. It's the first time since I'm back. Spiral. Because I like the Saw movies. The trailer looked good. And I I mean, granted, Chris Rock, Sam Jackson. I'm like, I I was interested in that until the reviews came out. (laughs) See, see, I was hurt really bad by Atomic Blonde and King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, in the same year. And since then, I have developed. Uh, a particular nose for a bad movie. <laughs> really? So yeah. you can tell that Spiral is going to be bad. Just like I watched like that first trailer, and I was like, yeah. "We don't need this." <laughs> no one needs this. Damn, bro, you're. I stopped after three. I saw three. Look, I am. Um, I'm a whore when it comes to the Saw movies. Like, I'm going <laughs> to keep going to see them in the theaters. If <laughs> you can't stop me. Uh, the question is, will they just keep getting worse? And that's what it looks like. There comes a point when you just <laughs> have to say, no more. This needs to be straight to DVD. It's like Final Destination. Once you get to Final Destination 9, it's just like, look, the movie was called Final Destination for a reason. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever watched the Hellraiser movies? No. no. Those are the straight to DVD horror movies. So, like, And probably the first one was good. First one, first one was great, and then yeah. the rest were not. So if you ever want to fully appreciate uh, something like Saw that is still maintained some kind of some kind of um, stability of quality throughout the years, just watch Hellraiser. <laughs> see how uh, see how far you can get if you mm-hmm. can get past 
the sixth one, then I bow down to you. Yeah. God, man, I just, uh, oh. I mean, I'm surprised we made it to the end of Terminator. That's only because Bryce Bryce paid for it. (laughs) Yeah, man. I'm glad that we don't have, there's nothing else to finish after that. That's it. That's it. That was the last movie. We're done. Well, so when the next Terminator inevitably comes out, do you have to see that? Is that your. We're really hoping it doesn't. We're, we're praying James Cameron is just like, stop it. You're a fool. Freaking stop it. You're that is the most. I, I know there's hope there that it's not going to happen, but we all know. Like, you oh, think James four Avatar money. sequels, Cameron is going to say, stop. We've six, done enough. Six sequels. <laughs> I think okay. this man's going to Avatar seven, even though like, like no one wants that. If you think he's going to make it to six. If you think Bro, like the studio is gonna let the, make him let, let him make it to six, it's like James Cameron has done a lot of shit he probably shouldn't have. Let's be real here. Studios have let that man just run around and make whatever he wants because there's of that, Titanic. Let's be real. There's, here. That, there's that saying <laughs> about playing in the sandbox. Those studios have let that man play in a fucking be, because of bro. Terminator and and Titanic. They have oh, let okay. that man get away with so much. Bullshit. He was a he was a great director. I mean, let's not get that mistake. I mean, dude was yeah. like at the top of his game for a while. And making the two highest grossing movies of all time. Well, former two highest grossing movies of all time. No, I believe That's, it's I believe Avatar. Titanic is still, top. I think, the highest. No, I think Avatar just hit back. So on where top. does Endgame fit into that? And, and games number two because it got because um Right, so he, Avatar he, got released in uh in, re-released in China. How do they factor in the inflation into that again. though? Hmm. They factor inflation somewhere into that. Yeah, uh, highest grossing movies adjusted for inflation. Yeah. I think you can look that up. Yeah, I'm uh, looking yeah, at it because I remember reading the article, and, and even James Cameron posted like on Instagram. He was like. Let's go. We're back on top or something. It was that they, they had they had what's it called reclaimed the spot as number one. I mean, and I'm just wondering how a live action Fern Gully like is top spot. I don't get it. Oh, you're talking about Avatar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody yeah. has seen Fern Gully, I'm guessing. Fern Gully <laughs> meets Pocahontas is what I would call it. Yeah, dude. Look at this. Hold on. Let me go ahead and share the screen for y'all. It's back on top, bro. It's back on top. God damn, bro. They just re release that shit all the time and hope it makes it back. But uh, here we go. Who goes to see that though? Is it just Avatar. like bored people? Two billion eight hundred forty-seven thousand. Well, two eight hundred forty-seven million. Look, Titanic is third. Yep. Yeah. Bro, it's fucking nuts, man. God. I mean, so man. how do you tell that guy no? Cause... Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. I mean, the dollars are there, but why are the dollars there? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. I wanted to ask y'all if you were excited for Candyman. Are y'all going to be doing yes. that? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. Bro. If anything, the, the trailer for Candyman is right up there with the Green Knight with me. Yeah. yeah. I did see the good. trailer for Candyman. Yeah. I rewatched the first one the other day. Still mm-hmm. holds up, man. I think we're going to do a, a one of the Saturday morning reviews before we get to like the, the review of that one. We'll, we'll talk about the original one so that way we can catch Sweet. up on it because – I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Yaya Abdul Mateen II. So, you know. Yaya Abdul Mateen. Yes, sir. But he's Yaya. not playing <laughs> Candyman, right? I no, he's the he's the guy who's like investigating the whole thing, correct? Right. But there's yeah. a point in the trailer where it's where they have a line. They they say, "Oh, um, I, 
he's come for you or he's been waiting for you. I just didn't know if that meant, oh, is is Candyman going to pass his essence on to this new guy? Because I don't know if they got Tony Todd back to play Candyman. Isn't this a reboot yeah. reboot in a way? No, they, they sure got Tony Todd, bro. They did? Yeah. Oh. I think we got Tony Todd. Is he like just that... making a cameo, though? Because I thought this was like a complete reboot. I don't think – I think it's a sequel, bro. Wow. It, wow. I feel like that should have been bigger news. Dude, I remember when Nick Castle, who played Michael Myers in Halloween, when he was cast, like, I could not stop hearing about it. Like, yeah. But Tony Todd, he he, he comes back and it's crickets. I don't know. That, is, that doesn't feel right. He's a legend. Yeah, I'm looking then, at you. Know, it, could be, it, it could be anyone. Could be anyone. Yeah, Tony mm-hmm. Todd's in this, bro. All right. Well, I stand corrected, man. And I'm all the more excited for it. Yeah. I also just I'm excited to see what what's it called uh, Nia DaCosta does, right? You know, it's 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 great to see her get this movie and do we know the, the budget for Candyman role? Bro, I'm pretty sure that thing's like for being a horror be- like you know it's a horror movie. Yeah. It's gonna so, be can look it up, man. Horror movies are great because they're low budget and make a ton of money. What happened? What are you doing? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, oh okay. Uh, nothing on Wikipedia, bro. Thought Rachel was just waving at us. I'm like, hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. <laughs> me, me. <laughs> so the first no, Candyman had a budget of tw- uh, of thirty million. So wow, that's really What's high that? for a horror. Wow. Wow, Rachel. especially back then. But you know, the first Candyman is like super prestigious. Like they had Philip Glass doing the score. They had Virginia Madsen in the lead role. I think it was a pretty highbrow thing. I love Even how they can was... give you they oh, can give oh, you the aspect ratio and oh, everything. HR is in the building. Everybody I'm behave. Yeah. It won't be available show. until after it releases. Yeah, <laughs> probably, right? So yeah, I mean oh, I'm just uh twenty five million. Twenty five million? Oh, wow. wow. Okay. So that's yeah. that's low comparatively yeah. for a movie. But for a horror movie? For a horror movie. That's pretty good. It's pretty that's... decent. Pretty decent. I mean, it's not like the highest, but pretty decent. Get Out was made, I think, for five million. What was it yeah, made for? Like Jordan Peele's involved, so he can like they can make lower budget horror work. Yeah, dude, fucking Get Out. I I'm not even gonna shit you. I shit you not. I think Get Out was less than five mil. Bro. We just gotta get in the horror genre. It was four point five mil. Yeah, you also don't need a high, a big budget to make horror. I mean, Blair Witch was made on like a nothing. Hey, if y'all want to make found footage, just know what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah, Gabe, <laughs> Gabe can give you a couple of pointers about that. <laughs> I did. I I'll, I can only tell you um, the amount of comments you are going to get um, from people who are not fans of the horror of the found footage genre. Um, I'll just share one here. When uh, when the trailer first came out on YouTube, somebody said, "When you don't know how to make a movie, pretend like you're making a movie." Damn! Like I know. Fucking asshole. And it was after <laughs> that comment dropped that we got approached by Buffalo Eight. So you know what? Now I now I know how these people think. Like, well, I have haters, but yeah. I also have this. So are the haters actually causing this? Yeah. You see, they, they might get you more attention. That's that's our plan in the long run. Yeah. If people hate you, that means they care about you for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they hate us because they ain't us. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel every time. I get, 
I guess. Wait, I mean, wait, wait. That that quote but... wasn't they hate us because they ain't us. I mean, that, all right, I mean, man. With that, part, I, think, I, think, I think it's a good time for us to go into break, and then we're gonna talk about Marvel's What If when we come back. But Gabe, if you don't, if you didn't, if you never, if you didn't see it, and you don't want to, what's it called? You don't have anything to talk about with it. What's it called? Uh, it's fine if you back out. You can still stay with us. You know. I did not see it. I didn't yeah. even know it was out. So, do we want Gabe to plug then? You want to plug? Plug it away. Oh, you don't care if you get. By the way, we're that. not kicking you out. We're not kicking you out. You yeah, but do- we we also don't want to like it was it was good. I, I will just that. say it was good. So we don't want to like spoil anything. Yeah, I really I like the animation. That. I've been wanting to watch it. Yeah. So, is it on Disney Plus? It must be on Disney. Plus, it's on right? Disney Plus. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, man. So, um, you want to plug, or are you going to still stay with us? Does plug mean? To leave. say your social media stuff. Yeah, that, that means oh. put your, put your social media out there. I need to do more of this stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, you can find me at Twitter at gabe.tice.16. The same for my Instagram and on Facebook. Just type in Gabriel Tice and click on the first blonde guy you see. So <laughs> you can also go to my website, uh, www.gabrieltice.com. Nice, nice. And uh, of course, uh, I want to live on Mars, a feature film on, on Kickstarter. Kickstarter.com. Guys, go check it out. Link is going to be in the podcast description. I'm going to put it right now in the YouTube uh, description as well once we're done here. Guys, go and help them get to 50K. They're close. Like they're, It's wild how close they are, man. It's right. wild. It feels close. Yeah. If, if you want, you can just type in I want to live on Mars.com and that'll take you to our Kickstarter page. Even better, bro. I want to live on Mars.com, just like before I leave doc, before I leave film.com, bro. I'm t- hey, it works. It's, it's it works, bro. And y'all, all you gotta do is just pay like twelve bucks for the fucking what's it called, uh, for the for the domain. You know, it's all good. Oh yeah, no, that was a smart move, man. Like his Kickstarter yeah. links, like they're endless. Oh yeah, I hate those things, bro. Mm-hmm. But go, I want to live on Mars.com, y'all. Please go and check that out. And uh, Gabe. The best of luck, brother. I really hope you get it, man. And uh, thank you. You know, I would be telling you if you needed any help on set, but I'm not in Houston anymore. So. Where are you? Undisclosed location. Okay, we're yeah. actually shooting this in Pennsylvania. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I, I can't afford to go all the way to. That's part of the 50k, bro. Yeah. Plane tickets. Getting it right there. <laughs> Plane tickets, wow. bro. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Now we're excited. Yeah, man. All right, man. I'm I'm excited, man. Now, and when when it's out. Or, you know, even then, like, after it's done, you got a trailer, you know, we can do again the live reaction. What, what It doesn't oh, yeah. matter, bro. You know, whatever we can help with, you already know that you're always welcome here. Or whenever you want to come back. Appreciate yeah, it, y'all. Well, you know I'm coming back for the Green Knight and yeah, Candyman. Right. Right. All right, so you're going to see me soon. Yeah. If right, your audience y'all. doesn't demand that I never come back on again. <laughs> I don't know. We'll nah. 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 Not our audience. All right, nah. y'all. All right. Well, thanks again for the invite. Take care, everybody, and I'll see you next time. Later, guys. All right. And as always, we'll be right back from break, y'all, after these words from our sister shows. I know that Michelle's here. We'll introduce her after the the break ends, but uh, we'll be back after these words from our sister shows on the Podcast Network. Be right back. Hey, I'm Rolando Mendoza, and this is Jabril Newton. And we are the hosts of High Flyer Radio. Radio. And finally, pro wrestling has come back to the NerdCore podcast feed in the form of a show hosted by Jabril and I. And we talk about everything and anything in the pro wrestling world. 
on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Nothing's off limits. Whatever you guys want to talk about, it is from AEW to SmackDown to Raw to NXT. Nothing's off the table. We can talk about it. We're going to talk all about it. And if you can get it a day early, you should go to the www.patreon.com slash the nerdcore and pledge to the tiers on there so you can get this show and a lot of shows days early before anybody else gets to hear it. But enough talking about it. We'll go ahead and see you there at the Squared Circle. Don't tap out. Tune in. Tune in. Hello, 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 guys and gals, and you're listening to The Ladies of Nerdcore. I am your host, Daniela Nunez, and along with my amazing co-host, Ashley Garcia, we discuss many things like social impact, pop culture, political realms, and any controversy surrounding the nerdverse. Tune in and listen to us bi-weekly on the Nerdcore podcast feed, and we will love to chat and hear your thoughts on our wonderful show. And thank you again for listening to The Ladies of Nerdcore. Hey, everyone. My name is Raul. And I am the host of The Impert Files. The Impert Files is an interview show brought to you every Thursday on the Nerdcore podcast feed. And I interview people such as filmmakers, content creators on YouTube, and podcasters like Colton Geschwander. And if you want to listen to that early, a whole week early, all you got to do is go to the Patreon and pledge to the $1 tier. And if you want to listen to it with the general public, then go to Nerdcore podcast feed on anchor.fm slash the nerdcore. And the case is closed, but it's not classified. See you guys there. Hey, it's Ashley from the Gamer Core. You may remember me from such episodes as Big Screen Mess, Mo Money Mo Platforms, and Brad Can Read. Tune in weekly as I blab with my co hosts, Raul the Nerdy Chicano and Brad the Random Germ, about the latest news in gaming and gush over what we're playing at the moment. Oh, yeah, and we got the deals too. Keep up with the latest deals in gaming and what's happening as I mediate Brad and Raul fighting like a married couple. Will Death Stranding ever come out? Will Cyberpunk 2077 live up to the hype? Is the next gen worth a $500 console price tag? And has there ever been a movie adaptation of a video game that's been done right? It's all on the Gamer Core podcast, everywhere where podcasts are. Hey guys, this is Brad, aka Young Yoda. Raul said I had to make an ad, so that's what I'm doing. Um, it's supposed to be for Unstructured, but as you guys know, you can freaking catch me everywhere when it comes to this podcast feed. You can find me on the Nerd Cores, on Gamer Cores, on Nerdy Chicanos sometimes when I get lost. Uh, I mean, but for this particular one, I want you guys to go check out Unstructured. The Raul gave me free reign to do whatever I want to do. I don't know what he was thinking. So go hear me talk about LeBron James and Taco Tuesday, vaping, uh, so many other freaking weird topics that uh, chimichangas, that's a good one. Uh, Shout out to Deadpool. And yeah, I I guess this is the end of the ad. So if you guys want to find me, you can find me all over the place on this uh, podcast feed. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I love you all. And nerd up. Everyone, I'm Raul. And I'm Brad. And we're the hosts of the Nerd Corp Podcast, the podcast that talks that nerd. Not on this ad, right? And we come to you every Monday, Tuesday, and Saturday. On the Mondays, we talk the news. That's the box office, the news of the week, and your trailer talk, if there is any. And on Tuesday, we have our theme review. And on Saturday, you have a Saturday morning review, usually movies that have come out in the week or anything we want to talk about. Right, Brad? Exactly. Whatever we want to talk about, this is our show. If you don't like it, then you don't have to listen. 
We're the flagship show, the Nerdcore Podcast feed, and we can be found everywhere you can listen to podcasts like Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. So if you want to talk that nerd stuff with us every Monday, Tuesday, and Saturday, make sure you tune in. And Brad? Young Yoda out. What's going on, everybody? We're back from break. Thank you all for sticking with us by the break. We're back on the Nerdcore live show. I got a good, like, five bites out of my burger. I'm really happy because I'm hungry. But, um... <laughs> oh, fucking Gio. You got your head just right up in it. Um, so, um... Our Bradley isn't here yet, but um, shout mm-hmm. out to King Shark. Yeah, shout out to King Shark, man. King Shark's awesome. Nom, 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 hand. But um, yeah, it's always fun having, um, what's it called, uh, Gabe here, man. It's awesome. Um, gonna go- all right. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take Rachel out for right now. And when they come back, um, hopefully they'll be here. But uh, Brad, where are you? I hear him. I hear him. Uh, What's up, Michelle? How are you doing today? I've I've been good. Um, just Yay. that one thing that happened earlier at Walmart that pissed me off and made oh, no. me uh, get into a really weird, like uncomfortable mood. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, uh, but what's up? What you been up to today? I know we. I know you got a PC, right? Yes, I got my new PC. It came in early. It was not supposed Ooh. to get here till next Wednesday. Um, hey. mm-hmm. And now I got it just in time for, um, you know, Minecraft. just shit. Yeah, to play, to play, to do shit. Um, yeah. So I'm excited about that. Now I just ne- need my uh, mic, wink, wink, uh, Brad. <laughs> Brad is muted. Brad is muted. Brad is muted. I'll get it to you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so now I just need right, that. I'll get it to you. And then I think I'll have my whole setup. Um, but yeah, um, I I had a good night. I got, I had a good rest of my day. I kind of ate, but I made food, and then I didn't feel like. It, I got full really quickly, so I might mm-hmm. just um, <laughs> Bryce. Yay! Yes, we definitely going to play. Uh, we're gonna play. Yeah. Um, Ooh, looks like Rachel's back. back. Um, Yay! Woo! Returned. Yes. The um, return of the king. <laughs> I unfortunately thought that Whoa. you guys were still talking. I should have checked the Sorry. time. Um, but I didn't watch the episode and you guys sound like it was good. So I don't know if I should yeah. just skip on mm-hmm. it or not care for spoilers. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I have a lot of things to say that are pretty like spoilery about the episode. Mm. But like, like yeah, there's quite a bit of spoilery. Bro, yeah. I liked it. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I, yeah. I like this episode a lot. Oh, bueno. I'll just uh, talk to you later, Raul, so you can help me set up the computer. Yeah, right now when I'm done here, I'll call you. Yes. Right. But it was nice seeing you guys, even for a little bit anyway. I'll bye, see you Luna. guys after. Um, bye, Yoda. I was wondering if I should pronounce it Jolar. Jolar. You know, if I was character, I'd say whatever you want. Jolar. <laughs> it's like, in my language. Bro. 
we pronounce it yodar. Is that an undercommon or is that an what's it? <laughs> I was just making up one. But anyway, <laughs> I do need to learn how an, an undercommon you say fuck you because I did I did do that on the first episode so I'm just <laughs> <laughs> It was it was really fun. It was a really fun. Shut up, Bryce. Uh, we can laugh at Raul dice three times. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, guys, uh I'll talk to you guys later. All right. See you. Bye. Bye. Captain All right, man. All right, what Captain Shopping Cart? Captain Shopping Cart. <laughs> Built like oh. a brick house. <laughs> She's a brick house. Yeah. In the mind, Brad, shut the fuck up. I've been drinking. Like, what do you want? This is. I was like, wow. I'm, I'm on bottle two. Going wild. Oh, <laughs> oh I can't right, say anything. So, it's strong commentary night. Yeah. So, um, with that said, let's go ahead and talk about this first episode of Marvel's What If. Later, David. Sorry. It's all good, bro. I'm going to dip out, too. Yeah, no, you're good, bro. You're good. Thank you for being here for as long as you are, bro. Go, wa- go watch the show. Watch the show. Come back and listen to us. Yeah. David, you also tell us when you want to come back on the show, bro. We can get you on. Bro, you you, you got to be a patron for that. But uh, Also, David, I started selling my hats. Oh, I was gonna say, what's it called? Uh, you want to put it up there for the people for where they can find the to be able to purchase a hat from you? I was gonna wait until the plugs. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah. But if David's but leaving, yeah, because he was yeah. the one who asked about it last week. Oh yeah. So um, if he's leaving, he'll just straight up say, "Hey, David." Well, I haven't no. seen the the number go to three yet, so David might just still be here. Go 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 DM me on Twitter about hats. All right. LBC. At Lucky Peach with L Z C K Y Peach. All right. Uh, first episode of Marvel's What If dropped, and this I is spilled. This- <laughs> I saw. <laughs> and this is the episode <laughs> where we were treated to the What If it was Captain Carter and not Captain America. I'm not even. I'm still sober, and I spilled. <laughs> yeah. Right. Damn. So, it's been a day. <laughs> what if? What if is an animated series, y'all? It isn't a live action series. Even though I would have loved to see the buff as what's it called, the Captain Carter on my screen in live action. What's called? We only got it in animated today. But um, respectfully, yeah. respectfully, Haley Atwell, Haley Atwell got bitties. Yeah. Um, with that said, let's go ahead and go around the room here. Rachel, what were your thoughts on Marvel's What If Episode 1? Um, it was entertaining. I just want more of Jeffrey Wright. Um, I really like him. He's cool. Um, I get the, st- like the style of animation they're going for. Like, I'm glad it's not the Disney style of animation, that weird shit that they do now. Uh, well, you know, like the tangled uh, face that they do. Um, anyways, um, but like the way the mouths move when they talk is not my thing. Uh, as well as there were some, I mean, I get part of it was them explaining what happens to Steve afterwards. But I felt like some of it was unnecessary. All right. Um, Gio? This is fun. This was a fun episode. Like, I'm not like, it's like interesting of like trying to figure out like 
where this sits in like in relation to what we know from the other Mar Disney shows that have happened and like trying to see like okay is this like a bottle is this like connect like is this going to come into play later in some way like I'm like yeah it's canon but I'm like trying to figure out like how yeah but like it seems like it's going to be connected to other stuff and it's interesting um the animation style reminded me uh, like a, a little bit of like telltale games which like like as a person like when I got my PlayStation 4 like 4 and like telltale games were like oh it's like these are my favorite games because I'm like I get to play the game but also just kind of like enjoy a story <laughs> it was like mm -hmm. a good way to like ease me into like where I am now playing a free to play game. Like, um, yeah, just in peace to Telltale. I still gotta play the Walking Dead ones, um, which is wild because I've seen all of the Walking Dead and I have not watched played again. Anyway, um, this yeah, I really enjoyed uh, like everything. Like, I I know it's like the way it just the thing that I had a bit of trouble with was just like the breakneck pace of like wow we went through a whole movie and like. What, like half an hour yeah um but like also like i enjoyed like i watched it with my mom because i was like mom you want to watch this and she was like yeah i was like it's this and she's like oh so i'm just gonna watch and then she was asking a couple questions i was like it's like because she's like why is why is the shield like from britain i was like because she's british <laughs> Easy um, questions right there yeah Props. it was like pretty fun she's like and my mom was like well who is she and i was like she agent she's like she with the ssr she like I was like, she a whole pro. She a whole pro, but America sexist. Um, I did. I think. I think. I, like in my second view, I watched it. I watched it Wednesday, and I watched it again today. I think I know what's it like that the sexist person there. Like it wasn't him in the movie. It was like Tommy Lee Jones, wasn't it? I think it was like Tommy Lee Jones' yeah. character in First Avenger, and I was like, oh, that's an interesting. That's like I noticed that the second time around, it was nice. Um, I love all the stuff and the vibes, and I was like, "Oh, giant Iron Giant shit!" But I haven't seen the Iron Giant. It's just what I think the Iron Giant is. But <laughs> it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah man. Brad, what did you think? Ah, uh, this sucked me right in. Um, Captain Carter. Um, then I, the one thing I really enjoyed was Steve Rogers getting hurt, and then Howard Stark. I really enjoyed Howard Stark in this, just being oh, like, "Yeah, lovely. see, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fix you up, right? See." And then he sticks him in the Mark One button pusher. I'm just mm -hmm. button pusher right here. See, <laughs> just, and, and like then we get Cthulhu at the end. Like this this whole thing is just it's so action packed that your eyes are just like, "Holy fucking god!" Like Gio said, it's a whole movie. And like what I, I don't know how long this 30 was minutes. 30 45 minutes, yeah. it was 30, minutes bro. 30 minutes yeah it's like a whole freaking movie and then it's just like it ends and you know that's the what if it just ends and now we have Peggy Carter now like in the future as Captain Carter and it's just like just give me a fucking movie at this point like do it <laughs> are you gonna show me something if I can't fucking have it yeah like give, give me more and that's how I'm probably gonna be with the killmonger one let me just like bring it back Fucking bring him back. Bring him back. Please. Hey. Bring him back. Hey. Bring him back. Huh? Huh? I saw Kevin Garnett's bio autobiography or whatever at Barnes and Noble, and I immediately was like, oh, is it about uncut chips? Oh, man. But I'm telling you, man, what's it called? I, I, I really like this, man. 
And um, I'm sorry, I'm multitasking at the same time because uh, one Mr. Chillzone finally sent us a picture for his web for the website. Nice, Ooh, his team picture. I mean, I gotta um, say, Raw, when they first showed this, like back back in the day, I was like, oh, it's a money grab. It's just yeah. another money grab. It's not gonna really tie anything. And now that they've done it, it's like, well, now there's multiverse. And now there's this and that. And now they just need to be a live action show of uh, Captain Carter. That's about it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, man, I really like this. Bring it back. I love the animation Bring it style. Back. I love the action. Dude, I can't believe, like, neither timeline does Steve end up having a good freaking life. No. <laughs> he never gets to be with her. Like, oh, I ain't got my dancing shoes on anymore. He's like, he, he never gets to be. I like the Hydra Stomper, though. That whole thing, like, was really interesting. Yeah. But. It's just it's it's interesting how like whether it's Captain America or Captain Carter, that character has the same, what's it called, uh, what's it called, path that he ends up having to what's it called, get picked up by Nick Fury, and like at least Bucky doesn't what's it called get what's it called lost. It was yeah. Steve that got lost and then he finds yeah. it. But you that's my arm off. <laughs> but that's where that's where I was like. Uh, because when that happened, I was like, oh, so is he going to become the Winter Soldier? And then they went back for him, and I'm like, well, then what the fuck? Why didn't they go back for Bucky? Because that's just not her story. That's not her timeline, her story. Still. I'm like, and they didn't really go back for Bucky. It was, like, they didn't really go back for Steve. It was just more like Steve happened to be there when they were just, like, they weren't going for Steve. Steve just, they found that Steve was there. Yeah, yeah, but like, and then it just it seemed a bit too much after that point. I was like, I get they still want Steve to be involved, but like, I also I I completely forgot how much a Bucky is just like a wise guy, like wisecrack. He's like when he sees like the, the octopus creature, he's just like. Holy calamari or something like that. Yeah, it's the forties. It's like I forgot how much Bucky, like how how fun Bucky was before he went through everything. That man went through everything and just like lost all of that like chipper. Yeah, it was just like I'm gonna have the dry the dry jokes and be like, "How you doing?" Like, (laughs) I mean, I didn't I didn't think I like would like Howard Stark, but Howard Stark was just like, "Yeah, fuck you, dude. I'm gonna do it." And just oh. the action, by the way, dude. The way they animated all the action, like I loved every moment. Captain oh, Carter. the motor, the motorcycles. Oh, yeah, that whole, that whole action scene. Whoo! Yeah, yeah. It was so just like, cool. can you see this? And I was like, who are you talking to? I, I was like, is Howard Stark filming this for like? <laughs> like man, when anybody, it's not the, it's not the Watcher. It's Mephisto. Man, when Peggy Carter came out of the machine as Captain Mephisto, great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the they'll use the classic that. Disney animation style for a Punisher what if. Oh, God. That would be awesome. I, I mean, that would be awesome, but Disney ain't going to do it. It would not be awesome. Do we know which is wish... next, by the way? Mm, I don't. You, you um, know, I, you... Okay, I, I've seen two Lego sets mm-hmm. at Target mm-hmm. this week. One of them was of Captain Carter. The other was, um, I think, I think, I think it was T'Challa as Star Lord. You think that's the one we get next? That'd be cool. Those are the two that I saw. Like I'm those like, are the only two Lego sets I saw, and I'm like, hmm, that's weird yeah. because you think this they saved T'Challa. Was, you think they saved T'Challa for the end and and, and not fucking over like the Oscars? I think they're doing Avengers at the end. 
Yeah. Like just like a full team up. Bro, I already know the what if for um the Punisher. It'd just be Frank Castle not losing his family. Yeah, man. It'd be Frank Castle not losing his family. Yeah, bro. But he just boring. never becomes the Punisher. <laughs> what, if, what if the Punisher was just on vacation that it's day? It's just a bro. Disney movie of a of a great happy family. No, bro. Ooh, honestly, like, what like, if he was divorced before the family, the before the vacation? What if Frank Castle just never joined the military? <laughs> uh, didn't have the PTSD going on and all oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, like he didn't get recruited into that special ops division. You know. Yeah, I I really want to see T'Challa Star. I want to see that one next, but. If we get the Killmonger, uh, what's it called, and Tony Stark one next, I'm going to be pretty, what's it called, uh, please. I, I would like the Killmonger I think one. I think that's the one we should get next, just because of, like, the way, like, to follow the same kind of, like, arc. I feel yeah. like T'Challa would be the end, just just as a as a thing for Chadwick Boseman, yeah. I really think. Well, I want, I, I want them to do the zombie one next, just so they can get it over with, because that's the one they've been advertising the most, and I'm tired of it. Which one Which was one? that? The zombie, the one. zombie one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just want to get what that one, one with Howard the Duck. It's the only one that, like, it's the one I've seen the most in the advertisements. I'm like, really? Okay. I don't really care about the zombie one. It's just like, we yeah, you get different ads. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the Howard the Duck one looks interesting, too. <laughs> There's a Howard the but, Duck um, one? I think Brad's just kidding because I don't think Howard the Duck is in there. I thought Howard the Duck was in there. He I was in Guardians know. of the Ghost. Like, he had like a cameo in Guardians yeah, of the Ghost. Yeah, but I thought I'm he was in, the, in a What If trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was in the What If trailer. I did I did see uh, uh, the other day at Best Buy, they released Howard the Duck in 4K. <laughs> why? 4K? Again, why? <laughs> Nobody wants so, to see that trailer. So then, when's the commentary? Because hey, I, I have not seen Howard the Duck. I like and... that movie. Like, it's just George Lucas movie. going, this was a mistake. Find the ocean for that one, bro. Um, right. We're next so, to um, E.T., the video game. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm really excited. Also, you know, they're working on developing more projects, more animated projects. So, you know, I, I like what we're doing here. I want to see where we go from here because I want to see more situations. This is just like fun. Sit back and like think about like, hey, this is probably one of the million timelines in the world. And we're just getting I just, just getting a taste. I hope they don't make another goddamn animated Spider-Man series. I doubt that. Like, I wow. hope not. Please, no. There's already, as as a spider person, there's too many, and too many of them are not good. I mean, they just need to come out with the Moon Knight animated series. Just do that. Yeah. Wasn't it? What if Howard the Duck Ooh, confronted wait. George Lucas? <laughs> wait, who was it that? L L O. Ethan Hawke just joined Moon Knight. Oh no, you've oh. been in there for a while now. Well, he talked he, about he there was an article that came out today. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it was. I don't know. Yeah, where, where he was uh, approached by Oscar Isaac at the coffee shop. Oscar mm -hmm. Isaac casually hey, said, like "Hey, you want to be a Moon Knight? Like you work too. You want?" I'm like, work? I wish people oh, would geez. give me that opportunity. Hey, hey, Brad. Oh wait, Rachel does. Entire comic book series exploring that. Geo does. Yeah, I yeah. Zombies are overdone in Hollywood. Yeah, I will say, Blackest Night, great comic run. Blackest Night. Uh, yes. yes. Not, yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Y'all go see, check that that's out. That's my favorite. Fuck. My favorite. That's actually like legitimately. That's my favorite. Um, like favorite thing of any DC stuff is like that. It's it's badass, bro. I love it. Okay. Uh, I can't. I I don't Rachel? know about it, but I will say, uh, probably doesn't beat Hush I, for me. I, I, oh, I tried to look to see 
if they had the Green Knight graphic novel today and they did not. There's a Green Knight. Oh, graphic you missed novel. the chance. I didn't see it today. There's and then I also looked to see if they had the the graphic novel of the Iliad. They did not have it. Did you see but, they were making a, a, a like a graphic novel like based on King Arthur series, but in the DC world? Like where oh, Batman yeah. has a sword and shit? Yeah, I saw that. That's they cool. just announced that. Yeah. Uh, Batman, death. Speak, speaking of what I bought today, yeah. let me flip my camera. Flip it, flip it. Wait, 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 wait. We gotta, we gotta. There you go. Uh, uh, I can't uh, read. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The Morte de Arthur? Yeah. But um yeah, I ended up going to half price books and I got a whole haul for like less than forty dollars. Nice. Nice. Well, but with that shit, a whole stack of books. I got goodies. Nice. I got some food waiting for me here. And uh and I really want to eat it. So without further ado, what's it called? Uh any final thoughts on uh on what if on this last on this episode? Um, I know we're just saying like hopefully the next one is the what's it called uh, the 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 what's it called the uh, Tony Stark one and Killmonger, but um, I'll just say I'm I'm really looking forward to the series. I want to see what I, else. And I'll also say, Jeffrey Wright, Jeff, Jeffrey Wright can can speak for a whole hour and I don't I, care. I'll I just say it. they started on a great note, and mm -hmm. they've already sucked me in. I want to watch the rest of it. Hell yeah, bro! It was like other like i think the weirdest thing for me was oh sorry i i interrupted rachel sorry oh but i just want more jeffrey right and i think part of why i'm not super into it is because it's not something we don't that we we are entirely sure if it's attached and i'm so used to the last like what 12 years of marvel being like everything's connected so then seeing something that like like isn't necessarily connected to the timeline i'm just like or like to the story or at least we don't know if it is i'm just like but what if it was? Eh, it probably it isn't. Is, I mean, because like, I don't think it's going to tie into the MCU. I, I mean, I think it's dependent on the numbers. They're like, oh, the shit, this, this is this Captain Carter shit. Like, got a yeah. huge amount of numbers. Let's let's make a show. <laughs> I'm like, and I know, like, what like, if has been sorry, but it's it's not like Loki, where the reason I was on the fence was because I was tired of seeing the character come back. <laughs> I am Groot. Because like, what if, like, at the I comic book, to see been, that. Like, I am Groot. A thing to the side. I am Groot. So, but I I'm like, I'm enjoying it. Pay to go to that TED talk. Don't we don't need to pay Vin Diesel anymore? He has enough for his family. I don't think you need to pay him anymore because you would have Groot. Like, you, you think got everything you need? All I mean, honestly, after two movies, you'd think they have like enough voiceover where they could just like change it up. If they, yeah, they, they really need to bring them in for a third they one. They probably have each Groot. one labeled by like uh, mood, meaning, translation. Groot. <laughs> right. Do you have final thoughts? I am Groot. Oh, I was gonna say that like the um, it did stand out to me that like you uh, Steve was injured and shot, no blood. <laughs> Yeah, the, no and, then, and then, yeah, because no Peggy was like, Peggy killed that dude in the airplane when she threw the shield Peggy, down. She, like, cut his head off. There was, like, nothing shown in that Peggy airplane. Peggy a motorcycle <laughs> and blew up, like, four Yeah, people. they, they were like, dead. I looked at my <laughs> mom and I said, I said, look how violent it is. I was like, so the so let me get this straight. The fact that you can see the blood is the problem? Yes, right. Okay. That's, that's the rating right there. I was like, well, well you I know, know they're happened. dead. I was like, I was like, that dude. That dude had his head smushed into the ground. Yeah. The ground yeah. broke. Dead. 
dead. He's dead. And then and the truck, the truck flipping over. The, that, I mean, crushed. that was a cool scene, but they're dead. <laughs> I know this is real, just because I didn't see it. I know that man's skull crushed. <laughs> Oh well, he did. He kind of deserved it because he's like, ah, puny woman. And then it's like, mm. I, was like <laughs> I was like, I wonder if like they're making certain choices because it's like because it's animated and they're like, well, animated is even more leaning towards children kind of thing. And so maybe they're making certain choices like that. But you can make you can do a lot of creative stuff with animation and be like, wow, that's oh, yeah. still really brutal. Like, go I, watch I, Infinity Train. They make some really interesting choices Um, where I didn't think you could get away with it. But it wasn't blood. But I was like, God damn. I kind of um, want to see Red Skull's head pop off though with Catula right there. How the fuck did that happen? How the fuck did his head do the thing? Because before it was like exposure to this to 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 Tesseract before, right? And like he now, probably he probably like, how tried the fuck, to lick I guess, it or something. I guess he he got he went he went hard it. in the paint for like two seconds. Yeah. He said, he how many licks does it take went. to get to the center of the Tesseract? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh my face. That, that reminds me though, uh, one of my favorite cosplayers from TikTok. Uh, was given like funding to do an advertisement for this episode. So like um Marvel Studios gave her money to be able to make her her cosplay of Captain Carter and then <gasps> she made some video a video as an ad for the episode. And I was like, I was so proud of like it's like cuz I've watched her over the last couple of years grow from like a small cosplayer and to like, like this huge number. Yes, and nice. like her skill has You're going to have to send me those and we'll talk about it later. Yes. Raul, Raul has begun eating and that is yeah. a rule that he I'm, usually breaks and so yeah, I think he's probably hungry. Plug it. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> hungry. So, so um yeah, let's go ahead and plug it up here. Uh Rachel, go find me everywhere. I like peach, I'll be CKY peach. Um as well as every Tuesday new Central Standard Time new episodes of the Luckiest Peach last week's episode was Cult of the Month with an American Werewolf in London. Yeah. I literally, the way that I just completely have you just got that it. one out of my mind because I keep I mean, forgetting about it. I, I mean, honestly, I did that on, on uh, Survivor of Flame when Gio was like, hey, um, how many drinks did you have? And I'm like, five. And I totally forget the word ale. <laughs> I'm like, five. <laughs> Yeah, let's like, see. every time I've plugged that, that <laughs> I can't remember the word, Gio. Every time I've plugged that particular episode for the last week, I have forgotten about it. Anyways, but the upcoming episode is uh, mine, Gio, and Raul's review of The Green Knight. Uh, so go check that out this coming Tuesday, uh, as well as I have begun selling my knitting, my knitted hats. So go to my Twitter and look at my pinned tweet. You can find me at MediaMarter17, because I knew that's what Raul wanted. You can find me on Twitter at MediaMarter17, that's M-E-D-I-A-M-A-R-T-Y-R-1-7. Um, link tree in the description on my Twitter for all the places I am on the internet. The link tree will be updating soon with a couple more links, including a quick quick guide to get to a playlist on YouTube for, for the video on demand of Survivors of Flame. Um, next, we had a great session one, a great session one. So great and so so much full of joy for me that like I'm going to go back and look and like see, and enjoy it again and like look at the chat and like hope and like I think laugh my ass off. Um, next session is on August 25th at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, I, I love all of my beautiful people on the show. Uh, they're so great. Um, and go hit up the nerdcore.com, another blog, 
a, a lot of reviews have been happening. Raul's been writing a lot of reviews, and I will be writing another review within the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I think I just peeked in right now because I was uploading the uh, picture. It looks like Luis has his review of Free Guy going up very soon, guys. Oh, nice. uh, so you might want to go and read that up. Uh, Luis did just post yesterday his review of Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins. So go and oh, nice. read that. So, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff going up on the site, guys. So, Brad, you want to go? Okay, oh, wait. And I would, I'm would i going to get my ass beat if I don't bring it up. Season one, go listen to season one of Share Club Pod at Share Club Pod on Twitter and where podcasts can be found. We are working on season two as we speak. Um, so you want to catch up? Get this is the perfect time to get ca- caught up. Stacey, you'll love me in the end. Holy Admit shit, it. Nola, you fucking farted, bro. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> 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 the worst. <laughs> He said, damn, my food's in here. <laughs> damn, bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> take those two steps. <laughs> oh, like, take me out, ho. Nice, bro. <laughs> Holy said, fuck shit. your food. Dude, you good? <laughs> you all right, bro? You going to live? You're muted, Rachel. All right. When I was uh, watching Melody this week, her farts don't smell, but she'd be laying down and she'd just go. Brad, please just plug us out already, bro. All right. Uh, um, you can follow me at the nerdcore underscore at randomgerm101. Uh, catch me on uh, Survivors of Flame as uh, Yodar the Hermit, which um, I don't know. I don't know how Geo feels about me. I think he's going to kill me off at some point. But uh, I'll never tell. But then, then that would ruin my whole Jazz and Yodar like continuation. Um, but we'll see. Anyways, yeah. That, that's the nerdcore, the nerdcore.com, patreon.com slash the nerdcore. <laughs> and yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. Nerd Chicano everywhere. On, on, on YouTube. Get the fuck out of here, man. Brad, send him out. All right, Ron. Thank you being hosted as always. Thank you to our guest co host, Rachel, aka Lucky Peach. Thank you to our ho host, Gio. Ho host. Thank you to all those who joined us in chat Stacy, Bryce, David. Um, I think Aiden was up in there, so thank you all you guys, yeah. And um, thank you to all our listeners, all our patron supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. And in this episode, I will say, breathe deeply, Raul, breathe deeply, young Yoda. Fucking pungent, bro. Bow wow. Yippee yo, yippee yay. DMC.